Hey there, this is Chris Perry. I am the Commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode 315 of the WCHL podcast. On the other end of the line, we have our conspirator-in-chief, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to everybody. I am here. What is up, everybody? Andrew, let's we had a we had a decent weekend of WCHL play. We got a huge weekend of WCHL play coming up. Let's hear a little bit of rock and roll and then get talking about it. You good for that? Well, pitter patter. Let's get at her. Boy, Andrew, you, that was some English rock and roll right there. I like it. I like it. Those guys rule. That's for sure. Those guys rule. They are the modern day queen. We can't say who they are because for copyright purposes, we don't want to get tagged or anything. But that's right. But they're pretty awesome. You could strut around really good to a lot of their you could. music. You could. You could. Those guys are awesome. The the other the the nice thing about that is I think they stole Andrew's wardrobe too. The lead singer well, probably, in that yeah. band. Yeah, and they can't do any pyros because they uh, spend all their money on the jackets for the lead singer, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're charging too much to let him rent your wardrobe is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, geez. You you already stole your haircut. Now he's... Now yeah. he's getting your, you know, he's stealing yeah. your wardrobe too. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of, so speaking of haircuts, you know, I got a, I got a little beef here to talk about for a second. Oh, we haven't even got to the games yet. Oh, I know. I got a beef here. He brought up haircuts. So I'm at the house yesterday. And uh, I cut my own hair here at the house. I let my six-year-old do it for me usually. Um, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I, I needed a little trim up just to get things uh, going for the next couple of days until my wife had some free time to give me a little haircut. And I so I trimmed the sides a little bit, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, I did a pretty good job. Looks pretty good. Can't tell I did it myself in the mirror. Walk around the corner, and there's my wife, and she says, oh, my God, you look like your mother's gotten the scissors after you. <laughs> uh, come on, seriously? How about wow that? yeah so yeah so Haircuts what do you look like up. lloyd from dumb and dumber or what well according to her i do that's <laughs> <laughs> a, a yeah i didn't even put a bowl on my head and she's like oh my god you look like your mother's gotten the scissors after you well huh. hey thank god this is an audio only podcast and we're just that's gonna right. have to close our eyes and visualize uh how 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 uh <laughs> unwelcome your hair must look <laughs> <laughs> i thought i did a i thought i did a great job here did, wasn't even two seconds in, and she's there to smack me back down. Well, hey, let's that? let's hope your let's hope your analysis of of WCHL hockey is a little bit better than your haircutting skills. Yikes! Well, I don't know. I've, I've listened to a few of these podcasts. <laughs> we're about to find out. <laughs> hey, we had we had five five of the eight teams were in play this past weekend. Uh, there was it was not a WCHL conference weekend, so everybody was playing out of conference games, and I think it's fair to say that this weekend was could be categorized as the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good and the bad, the ugly. That is a good oh. summarization of it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was more, more bad uh, uh, than it was good or ugly, but uh, let's get after it. Up in Springfield, Missouri State had uh, uh, number 13, the Ice Bears. They hosted three games. They hosted number one, Lindenwood, on Thursday night. Then they had Friday and Saturday night against uh, their arch rival, in-state rival, men's division two, Missouri. 
and that's always a big thing, Missouri versus Missouri State. Um, you know, you always want to kick the butt of your in-state rival. That's right. And I think this would qualify, if we're looking at good, bad, and ugly, Andrew, I think this would qualify as one bad and two uglies. Because yes. on, on Thursday night, Lindenwood, it was, it was a good game, but number one, Lindenwood is number one for a reason. That's right. And That's right. They beat they beat Missouri State four to two. Yep, it was late in, late in the game. It was still close though, so they kind of Missouri State kind of hung in there with them for a while. They did, they did, they did a great job. Uh, I mean, they held up well, and they didn't embarrass themselves. That's for darn sure. That's but, right. Uh, that, that's why it's only bad and not ugly. That's right. That's right. But the, the next two nights, oh, against yeah. Missouri, those were ugly, and it was ugly because. Missouri just couldn't hang with Missouri State. Right, yeah, just two, yeah, just in two totally different classes of hockey teams, right? Oh, yeah, Missouri State just was, they absolutely smoked Missouri 15-2 to two on Friday night and six, excuse me, 6-2 to two on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, two wins for Missouri State coming off a, uh, I guess, a, a, a strong but ultimately losing effort against Lindenwood. They filled the nice thing is they filled the place up the Jordan Valley Ice Park. It's gone back to the Jordan Valley Ice Park. It was MediaCom Ice Park, but now the naming rights have reverted back to the city. So now it's Jordan Valley Ice Park again. And they filled the place up all three nights. There you go. Give it to Missouri State. Their fans are pretty awesome. Yep. Hey, there's something to be said about playing in front of a full house, right? Got that right. Yep. Got that right. Gets the juices flowing, makes you skate a little harder, hit a little little harder. It does. uh, I, uh, of course, I would never but, know that since I played in front of your parents, and that was about <laughs> it. Yeah. So there, there, maybe yeah, some girl no... I was trying to date, but that's <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then geez. we always had the uh, we always had the flicker chick there cheering us on there for a little while, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I th- I think um, if we're playing good, bad, and ugly, this qualifies as just bad and ugly for Missouri State. Up in yeah. uh, this weekend, bad that they lost, ugly that they just absolutely smoked ter- an outclassed and terrible opponent. Oh, yeah, just yeah, just yeah. Missouri had, I mean, credit those guys. They show up and they play and they and they hustle and all that, but just totally out of their uh, class, if you ask me. Right? Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. All right, let's switch from uh, there to another ugly, ugly, ugly part, and that was number six, Arizona, out in the desert. They hosted number 28, Utah, on Saturday and Sunday, and this is neither good nor bad. This is just plain ugly. Arizona just was all over Utah. They beat them 10-1 to yes. 1 on Saturday, 11 to nothing on Sunday. I was, I mean, I was a little... Uh, yeah, I was a little, I was a little kind of surprised. To, well, I was kind of surprised at how lopsided the scores were. You know, I was. Why? I was kind of expecting something a little closer, right? Maybe like a six four, six three, something like that. You know, a little, a little closer. But holy smokes, the ten one and eleven nothing. That's that's ugly. Utah would hang with Arizona for the first twenty minutes. In fact, I think in su- in the Sunday game. Arizona scored. It was zero zero up until like one second left, or maybe it was like point one second left in the yeah, in the period. Yep. Yeah, they've got it. Uh, yeah, nineteen fifty nine on the timesheet on the score sheet here. Yeah, and then it was in the second period where the wheels would just come off for Utah, and it was like they they forgot their goaltender in the in the locker room. They just came out there with you know six guys on the ice, and not, yep. none of them were goaltenders. Seven seven goals in the second. 
one in the first, seven in the second, and three in the third. Yeah, and what and what was Saturday all about? Saturday was probably similar. I think it was two or three in the first, and then it was uh, like six in uh, the second. Yeah, let's see, three, I think it three in the three first, five. five, yep, and then three again, yep. Yeah, yeah, and, and not to take anything away from Arizona, Arizona is very talented, and it was. Uh, I mean, they've got that 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 line that they have out there of eleven. <sighs> 14 and 15 it's um uh, bailey marshall and anthony cusinelli and i forget who 14 is forgive me mr 14 but that, um, that line is just lethal so yeah it's funny you mentioned that line so uh yeah um and i'm probably gonna butcher this name artisone yeah Vale. Uh, yeah, i probably, think his first name yep i'm gonna say sorry for him but i butchered his name but he had a uh, hat trick with four points on the night Marshall had three points, and then Olsen had another uh, four-point night. So, yeah, those guys are Olsen, that's, guys who's, were that's who's 14. Yep. 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 Yeah, those guys are just – those guys were just flying out there. I think uh, I think number five there, Vale Artizone, if that's his name, and we apologize if we butchered it. Yeah. Um, not that he listens. Nobody listens to us. <laughs> yeah, but right. um, uh, it's my understanding, like, he – basically doubled his season output in points in that one game. Yeah. Three goals and an assist for four points on the night. Wow. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Anthony Churro was in net for, uh, for, for the Wildcats on Saturday. And, um, you know, it was 10 to nothing. I think in uh, Utah got the, the late goal. And then uh, Nolan Bivlicic was in goal yesterday for, um, for the Wildcats on Sunday for the 11, nothing shutout. And it was just, uh, I mean, good for Arizona. The, the nice thing was, uh, that I saw, you know, when you play those those awful games, like that fifteen to two game against Missouri State, yeah, uh, versus Missouri, or, or these these lopsided games, you can tend to really get some real terrible bad habits, um, and take some really stupid, stupid, stupid penalties um, yes, that will are. hurt you for later on. And I didn't see that Arizona did that. So to their credit, for their coaches and also for the players, you know they. They just went about their business as opposed to yep. being a bunch just, of donkeys and yeah, just you know, took uh, care of business and let's get in and out, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's exactly sixty minutes and uh, get off the ice and because uh, they know they got a big weekend. They're playing for something bigger, right? They're playing yes. for a yeah. There's a WCHL there's a prize championship. At the end. Yeah, yeah. They're playing for a championship. They're playing for a good spot at nationals. So, so that would qualify as ugly, Andrew. Yep, uh, I agree. Just because of the score. Oof. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. Where do you think we should go next? They, uh, well, let's just keep going on down the list and let's go uh, Arkansas, Alabama. I, th- I would I would put that under the bad. Uh, it's neither ugly nor good. It was just bad for Arkansas. They played two good games, but uh, the results turned out bad. They lost Friday to their arch rival, Alabama, 3-1. to one, And then uh, on Saturday, boy, they took a... I felt for I felt for the Razorbacks on Saturday. They had a four to three lead with five minutes to go in the game, and they end up losing six to four. Yeah, how about that? Oh, just I felt so bad for them. Uh, Arkansas has come a long way, and they're they're a good team. They've got some really good players. Um, you know, they they make no mistake. They're you know uh, they're still in the in the bottom half of our conference, but they're improving. And right. they're getting they're getting better. It's they're no longer 
on the receding end of eleven to nothing, you know, wipeouts like uh, like Utah was. Right. Um, right. Arkansas used to take those beatings, you know, a couple of years ago, and you know now they're uh, they're hanging with people. Yeah, they're respectful. Uh, yeah, you they gotta be ready. Yeah, you gotta be ready for them, right? You gotta be ready. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, they're not. They're no longer laydowns. You've got to go. You've got to go beat them. Which is uh, ready. Yep. to a credit for Arkansas and to Coach Falls and Coach Galini for getting those guys ready. But yep. uh, yeah, they. I know they're disappointed because this completes the season sweep for Alabama. Uh, Arkansas and Alabama are unique here in the Western Collegiate Hockey League, at least. Alabama is not in our conference, but uh, Arkansas and Alabama are both members of the SEC football conference, and so they live and die by that designation. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a oh, it's a rivalry. I mean, come on, Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas will always have the ultimate win over Alabama in that they moved up to Division One first, and and they joined a great conference, our conference first. Yep. And then Alabama was like, I mean, I still remember getting that phone call. I'm like, what's well, going on? We didn't know well, this was well, happening. We're we're the better team. We should be up there. <laughs> I was like, whoops, sucks to be you guys. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, sucks to suck, right? <laughs> there you go. So then the you know, three weeks later they scrambled and bumped up to division one and they tried to get into our conference and no can do. So Yeah, gotta got need a travel partner over there, right? Yeah, and it's called the Western Collegiate Hockey League, not the Western plus one. So. Yeah. Yeah, not the not the whatever collegiate league, right? Yeah, you know, there's a fellow out there that always he he takes umbrage with he 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 doesn't necessarily believe that um, Missouri State and Arkansas are qualify as Western enough to be in the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and I, I always tell him, you know, anything west of the Mississippi to me counts. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, that if guy, you're a history buff, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a stats buff. Well, he's not a geography guy, so whatever. Yeah, anything west of the Mississippi, right? That's works for me. I mean, Actually. hey, you can't get uh, you can't. I don't. I don't think you can still get the uh, Yingling beer west of the Mississippi, can you? <laughs> is that? Is, I think that's is that the standard we're using to qualify. <laughs> yeah, why not? If they if they're not shipping it west of the Mississippi, we're calling everything else the West. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I put that on the. I put that on the team application. Can you get there Yingling you go, yeah. at your place? Can yes. You, yeah. Can, can I drink a yingling when I come to watch your game? <laughs> if yes, you you don't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. God, that's terrible. <laughs> As you're uh, filling it out in crayons, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! All right, so that's Arkansas, Alabama. Um, number thirty-one loses two to number twenty, and as I said, uh, Alabama took both games played down in Alabama. Now they're taking both games played up at uh, Springdale. And um, I know Arkansas is ready to get back on the ice and get that bad taste out of their mouth. Yeah, so. ready, ready to avenge some a bad loss there, right? There we go. Well, hey, look, we, we've talked about bad and we've talked about ugly. Let's finally get to some good. Number one, Lindenwood, after beating Missouri State on Thursday night, traveled down Interstate 44 all the way to Edmond to take on number 10, Central Oklahoma. And we have a split. Central Oklahoma beat... Lindenwood for the first time this season. Lindenwood loses their first game. Yep, that was a four to two win for the Broncos uh, up at Arctic Edge. Of course, the next night, the next afternoon, the um, they just come out and thump them. Oh, it was just a beatdown. Yeah, 
it was it was a one, it was uh, Andrew. Here's I mean I was there at the Saturday game. It was one to nothing UCO after one, and then all of a sudden it was just a penalty parade for UCO. And Lindenwood yep. said thank you very much, and they scored five power play goals. How about how about this? Those guys were on Friday and Saturday were uh, seven of eighteen on the power play, seven power play goals in two games. What 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 is Aaron? You know what? I'm not a math major. Um, unlike uh, our our fellow who thinks he's a geography major, so let's do here. Seven divided by eighteen <laughs> equals that's a thirty eight point nine percent power play rate. <laughs> that's impressive. That's oh, impressive. Boy. I think most I think most coaches are wanting to go twenty five to twenty eight percent. Right here, these guys are clicking it almost forty percent on the power play. That's insane. How about that? that? Is insane. Lindenwood is very good. Central Oklahoma, obviously, they showed that they're very good. Uh, Alex Henry was in net for the uh, Broncos on Friday night, and the shots were almost two to one, if I remember right, um, on Friday night. And Henry stood on his head, and uh, uh, you know he he was he. I don't know if he was the number one star, but he was one of the three stars for the game. He was up there, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's the reason why Central Oklahoma is always dangerous and is always a contender. Because he yeah, can steal games. Yeah, um, if you run into a hot goaltender, that's all it takes, right? There you go. And you know, Lindawood, they played. They didn't play their number one goaltender. They played their backup. I think they they tend to play their number one guy two thirds of the time and their backup a third of the time. So uh, Cooper Cedot was their number one goaltender. He went Thursday night against Missouri State, and he went again on Saturday afternoon. They played some other fella. I forget his name. It doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, let's see, Kerner. Kerner, but he he ended up, you know, he he had been undefeated on the season as well. So not trying to make excuses. Central Oklahoma just yep. went out and took it to him and they beat him. And Lindenwood yep. is a very good team. Very, very good team. So if you're so if you're UCO, I think the big takeaway from the weekend here, the game you won. Lindenwood went two for five on the power play. The game they lost, they went five for thirteen on the power play. Ooh, well, in the in, so, in, come on. You get five power play opportunities in one game and thirteen in the other. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a little bit of uh, self-discipline and uh, control goes a whole long ways in this conversation, right? Yep. Yep. I was uh, I, I was pretty impressed with Lindawood. I was equally impressed with Central. Uh, watched that game uh, remotely on Friday and watched it live on Saturday. And, uh, you know, Central, I, if anything, they proved they can hang with anybody. You know, they, yep. they're, they're, they're nobody to be taken lightly. And I, I was pretty damn impressed with both teams. Um, obviously, you know, the wheels fell off in central for central on Saturday in the second period, but, um, you know what they, they did, uh, in, in Cody Campbell, the goaltender for, uh, for central Oklahoma on Saturday, you know, you can't do, you can't, um, he, he shouldn't, I'm trying to say that he shouldn't take the blame for, for the loss. I mean, there were some shots that he, that he should have stopped. Sure. Uh, I only remember really one kind of soft goal. Uh, a floater from the blue line that just kind of fluttered in over his shoulder, but everything else was, uh, you know, on the power play. What can you do? Yeah. You're outmanned. You can't cover the whole four by six all the time. So, yeah. So on in Saturday's game for both teams, every goal scored in the game was on the power play. Yeah, every, every goal except for the very last goal for uh, for Lindenwood. Yeah, uh, that was a, that yeah. was the only even strength goal that was out there. How about that? Pretty good. How about that? Pretty good. Lindenwood's got six. some players. They've got some players. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, and what that tells me is that uh, Central's got some players too. So I think uh, a split with uh, number one Lindenwood, I think that would qualify since we're playing good, bad, and ugly. 
that would qualify as good and bad. Yep. Yep. I would, I would agree with that. And then our last series of the weekend was out in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, if I'm running a hockey team, I think I'm not taking them to Las Vegas. Oh, <laughs> especially a hockey team of college age boys. That's <laughs> right. the last place I would bring them. Other number number the number two last place I would bring them would be New Orleans. Yes. <laughs> the number three last place I would bring them would be to some sunny beachy place in Florida. But the number one last place I would ever think to bring my hockey team full of college boys would be Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Oh, I, boy. I just th- I just think about all the time about the guys that coach the UNLV team and and what kind of job they've got in front of them for keeping a hockey team in Las Vegas and oh. and managing and managing them. You know what I mean? Making them go to school, making yes. them come and to practice, keeping, keeping them out of the bars and everything else. Oh, there are so not, many not possible distractions. Saintly, oh, not that I'm saying these saintly boys that we that we all know would do stuff like that, but you know. I'm just saying, could you imagine? You, you, what you're saying is you don't think there's a whole lot of boys down on that hockey team that want to, uh, that are hanging out at Celine Dion shows late at night? I wouldn't think so. I mean, you know, I know all these guys are pretty saintly that we know and have, have managed and been around over the years and all that. I couldn't see them getting in any kind of trouble or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, number 23, CSU heads down to Vegas. Vegas is ranked number seven in the nation. And you're thinking, oh, my God, you know, CSU just comes off a weekend of getting, um, you know, they lost all three games, I think it was, to Arizona State and to uh, mm-hmm. no, they, I forget if they split or what. I think they split. CSU did with ASU and, uh, oh, no, who was it? It was with the Ozarks. That's who it was. Yeah, the Ozarks, yeah. Yeah, Missouri State beat them, and then Arkansas beat them twice. Yep. They went 0 for 3. So, yeah, you're thinking, oh, they're going down to Vegas, and, oh, we're going to just get pumped around. And on Friday night, it kind of looked that way. I mean, it was a 4 to nothing loss. Vegas wins. And you're thinking, oh. Oh, boy, here we go. Saturday, here it comes. And the shocker of shockers. Holy smokes, what in the world just happened? CSU, to their credit. They come back and they beat number seven in their barn five to three. How about how about that? That's pretty darn. How about that? Is that it's pretty darn impressive. That's how about that. That's right. Um, That's right. That was UNLV's first home loss of the season. I know on uh, on social media, CSU was saying that's their second loss of the season or second home loss. But on UNLV's social media, they were saying it was their first home loss of the season. Hmm. So I'll go with them because I think that was a pretty special. Uh, Pretty props special to, thing. So yeah, Colorado props to State. those guys, right? Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Props to those guys. yeah, that's awesome. So that also qualifies. So if we're playing good, bad, and ugly, I think we Friday night's bad, but Saturday is great. Saturday is good. So uh Yep. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's pretty I I, I was I was impressed. And and the nice thing was at five three, they scored it was a it was a tie game late and CSU they didn't quit they didn't lay down they scored two late goals to just put it away none of them were empty netters so yep. uh, it wasn't like anybody gave anything to them they earned it so uh, that's right well, they earned it because yeah because um, uh, UNLV was two for ten on the power play Oof. Oof. so a- yeah they, Avery McDonald yeah, so was they, uh, they earned it they sure did Avery McDonald was in net for the Rams and. Um, I know that uh, 
think the the young man's name is Nitchin. Um, scored a nice goal for uh, from the Rams, and uh, oh, number twenty three uh, Gillum, I think also if, if my memory serves right, uh, scored the opening goal for the for the Rams. So um, they did. Hey, props to Joel Weeks and to uh, Jamie Wicks and to uh, to the to the Buffs. And another thing on the social media, here, here's something else that's pretty amazing. And I like it because it's in the WCHL. And I like it because I think it's part of the fabric of the WCHL. Almost all of our teams are gigantic big name schools. Arguably yeah. our best school or our best hockey team is our worst branded school in central Oklahoma. Central yeah. Oklahoma has two national championships, but they're not a they're not as nationally recognized uh, of a brand as a Colorado and Arizona and Arkansas. Yeah. Um and so uh, out there in Las Vegas there were there was a, a slew of Colorado State fans that uh, were out there to root on the Knights of the Green and Gold as they call them. So uh, that's that was awesome. pretty impressive. Yeah, they had a great following out there in Vegas, and uh, boy, it paid off for them. So I'm 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 thrilled. I was that was that made my weekend right there. Yep, and that's a and that's a cool arena out there too. That city city national arena and all that's a cool place to go play. Kind of looks like you're at so, medieval times, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Because I, I know, uh, yeah, because UNLV they usually uh, pack the barn there too. They did in both nights. So, it was hey, both nights. It was it was a great crowd. Yeah. So how about that? And then CSU goes in there and and gets a hard fought victory. So props to those guys. CSU goes into medieval times and takes their turkey leg from the from the from the <laughs> skating rebels of Nevada, Las Vegas. I love it. How about that? I, I just look up there at those turrets and parapets that they have up there for the castle <laughs> that's on the inside. And I, I just think of medieval times. Yeah, yeah. I gonna have jousting going on at intermission or something. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So those are so five teams were in action here for the past week: the good and the bad, the ugly. And uh, I'd say you know it's not so bad. We had we had two goods, two uglies, three bads. So uh, not so bad. Colorado, Oklahoma, and Arizona State—they were all off this weekend. So um, I'm sure that meant that. they're just getting primed because they have a huge weekend coming up here. Yep. Big weekend headed our way, right? Headed our way. Yep. And uh, just to remind everybody, then here in the WCHL, um, each team has uh, plays 22 games. The Each of our eight teams has five uh, conference games left. And three of them are coming up here in a week. Uh, and so we'll, we'll talk about those here in a second. But right now, Arizona and Central Oklahoma are tied for first place in our conference with 39 points each. Arizona right now has the tiebreaker on UCO because they have one more regulation win than UCO does. Uh, but Arizona and UCO are tied. Oklahoma is in third place with 32 points right on their heels as Missouri State with 30 points. Colorado has made a huge move uh, two weeks ago. They're in fifth place with 25 points. Arkansas moved up. They're in sixth place with uh, 15. Arizona State is in seventh place with 13 points. And Colorado State, well, you know, I, I wish I could give them points for the UNLV win, but uh, right. I can't. Yeah. They're in eighth place with Can't 11 go, points yep. here in the conference. How about that? So mm-hmm. anybody, So anybody in the top four right now 
could could win this whole thing. It's still wide open, I think. That's right. That's right. With uh, I mean, if you're within 15 points of the leader, you're still technically. I mean, Colorado yeah. is technically still you're, in the mix. Yeah, they're technically in the mix. It would take a huge collapse by four teams in front of them, I think, for them to for them to get up there. But technically, they're still in it. But I think more realistically, the top four. Um, Arizona, UCO, OU, and then Missouri State. I think technically those four, anything could happen, and, and any one of those four could grab it. Usually by this time of the year, I have my travel plans pretty much uh, in place, and I've talked to the people over at MTM Recognition here in uh, Oklahoma City. They're the people that uh, handle our, our WCHL championship trophy, and I've told them, you know, okay, so-and-so is going to win the, the championship this year. Here's who, you know, here's what you need to put on the nameplate, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Yep. And as we sit here on, um, on, uh, January the 28th, late, late, late at night, I have no clue if I'm going to Tucson or if I'm going to Edmond with this thing. Or so, yeah. Hey, Hey, you could be going to Missouri state too. You never I could know. Could be going to Missouri state. You never know here. I'm going to lean over. Let's see know. if you can hear this. Can you hear this? Can you hear that? There, there you go. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the big trophy. I just banged my head on the big trophy. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's what that was my head that was hollow, not the trophy. Yeah, I was going to say that was probably your head that we heard, <laughs> not the trophy. <laughs> it's uh it's sitting it's sitting right here in uh in the remote pod room. And um oh yeah, the pod room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I said that just to get you going. And oh, then yeah. uh uh yeah, so I'm I'm probably going to have a couple of nameplates made up um just in case cuz I don't be, know if I'm wouldn't be a bad idea. Bringing this bad boy Back to Edmond for the fourth year in a row, or if I'm bringing it out to Tucson for the first year. Yeah, yeah, you could be going any num- number of places, right? I could be going to Springfield for the first time uh, with gonna, the trophy. I'm going to make you say it, so you might as well say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> what are you going to make me say, Springfield? You could, you, you know, you could be coming to my rink too. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I well, brought it to your rink once before. Well, yeah, we'll we'll have the red carpet laid out for you. That's for sure. <laughs> I brought it to your rink once well, before and. Had to give it to somebody else. So, well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have the grand entrance laid out for you. Yeah, commissioner's corner yeah. with the couch and everything. Yeah, we'll we'll have it all set up and ready for you. White gloves and the whole nine yards. Oh yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> You're too much, Andrew. Hey, let's listen to some intermission music and then we'll get after it. Let's talk about the WCHO weekends coming up, the rankings, and uh, whatever else comes across your mind. What kind of intermission music do you want to hear there, Hot Dog? Oh, we got to stick with the norm. Let's go Hamilton. yeah maybe not hold on (laughs) sunshine lollipops and rainbows everything that's wonderful is what i feel when we're together brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rain goes disappears dear and i feel so fine just to know that you are mine my life is sunshine lollipops and rainbows that's how this refrain goes so come on join in everybody sunshine lollipops and rainbows everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way when you're in love to stay sunshine lollipops and rainbows everything that's wonderful is what i feel when Oh, that you are mine. My life. 
All right. Did you like that? I threw you a little. I threw you a little twist there. A little sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Since we brought it up last oh, week, boy. I figured we'd hear a little Every, bit of positivity. Everything's not positive here, you know. <laughs> it should be. It's positive on this end. Maybe not in your end in the laundry room, but yeah, the laundry room. I'm back in the laundry room. The washer finally <laughs> turned off. The dryer shut off. So I came out of the cold garage back into the warm laundry room. Oh so my gosh, I'm I'm good for another hour now. <laughs> Then you're going to start folding right? in the garage, but oh, yeah, my feet were getting a little cold in the garage. So I was like, I got to hurry up and get this thing done, but I'm good for the long haul now. Well, Hey, you know, we were joking around earlier about, um, nobody listens to this thing, but I got to tell you, I got a text the other day from a gentleman out of Philadelphia. His son is the, um, uh, a goaltender for the Colorado hockey team. And he was telling me not only does he listen, the, the, the father, but he said his 90-year-old grandfather, or his, his father, who is the 90-year-old grandfather of the Colorado goaltender, listens to the hockey game. And Andrew, he thought that we did these things daily. Can you imagine? I don't know if anybody really, yeah, I don't know if anybody really wants to listen to it daily. I mean, I, mean, I think once a week is stretching it. We we should we should have this we should have this gentleman come down and hang out with us maybe for like a day and then he'll desperately say okay hold on I was wrong yeah okay like I'm out yeah these two knuckleheads have no clue what they're talking about <laughs> that's right <laughs> no I we we appreciate uh, Grandpa Cerullo we appreciate you listening in and uh, I'm I'm I wish we could do these things uh, daily um, but unfortunately you know it takes me about a week to recharge my batteries and to figure out what the heck to say because I'm not the smartest guy in the room so. That's right. That's right. It was a, it was an awesome text that that you received, letting us know about Gramps, as they call him, listening to us and all that. So we we do appreciate it. And that was a, that was awesome that they reached out to us like that. Yep, I think that means we're up to number sixteen. Holy smokes! There you go. Jeez. And I just like the fact that they called it world class. <laughs> Finally, somebody has has realized our talent, right? <laughs> That's like when you go on a world tour and it's. Uh... Um, you know, you know, just America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is world-class for, for, for the small world of the WCHL world-class. Yeah. It only took 313 episodes for somebody to realize that there was some talent going on here, but finally. <laughs> well, and, he, and he's in the laundry room. It's not me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Talent's in the yeah. laundry room. <laughs> Doesn't even have a pod room. Damn it. Yeah. No pod room. Yeah. No nothing. Oh, well, maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next, next year. year. Hey, um, uh, we got some big games coming up this weekend, Andrew. The Oklahomas are going to be up in the Ozarks, and the Colorados are going to be down in the desert taking on the Arizona teams. This is our last gigantic three-game weekend for the 2018-2019 season. As I said, everybody has five games left. These yep. three Here. games will be uh, – we'll, 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 they'll happen this weekend. Oklahoma's at the Ozarks, Colorado's at the Arizonas, and then after that, everybody plays their travel partner. For two. Pleasure. Yep. So let's go through it, Andrew, and give me some predictions. And I'm going to tell you right from the jump, we have a special guest predictor who has texted me his or her predictions. Oh, boy. Ham the Ram has texted in. Ham the Ram. The predictions again. again. Yep. So uh, you're up against it. Let's start um, with your favorite. The uh, Oklahomas will be at the Ozarks on Thursday night. Oklahoma will be in Springdale at the University of Arkansas to take on the Razorbacks. And UCO will be up at Missouri State in Springfield to play in front of a rabid crowd. 
give me some predictions there, Andrew. So I've got, so I'm going to go down the list. I printed out the weekend schedule here. Oh, no. So I've got, I've got UCO beating Missouri State Ooh. on Thursday night. That's a 10 versus 13 matchup right there. And you're saying UCO is going to take out Missouri State. I think they're going to take out Missouri State. I've got, so I've got some bold predictions here. Okay. They, uh, and I've got some facts to back them up. So we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> now, you remember uh, yeah. a couple of years ago, it might have been even last year, I forget. Missouri State swept UCO. They beat them uh, in regulation and then beat them in a shootout. The, uh, was that, uh, that was earlier this year, wasn't it? No, 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 no. That was hey, at Missouri you. State. It was like, yeah, I think it was, was last that year. At Missouri State? Last year. All right. I don't remember, I don't remember what I did yesterday, so. The uh, so moving on down, we've got Oklahoma and Arkansas, and mm -hmm. I am taking Oklahoma. There's a shocker. There's a shocker for you. Yep. Get the pom poms out. Yeah, get the pom poms out. They're shaking. <laughs> All right, so Andrew's got Oklahoma over Arkansas and UCO over Missouri State. And Andrew, I'll tell you, Cameron Ram says the exact same thing. She said Oklahoma and UCO. There you go. There you go. And I think uh, just to, just from my point of view, I think the uh, desert uh, matchups are going to be a little bit, a little bit more entertaining for us this weekend. Really? Well, hey, let's, let's, hey, let's, not, let's not jump out of the Ozarks just yet because on Friday and Saturday, right. everybody flips, they trade, they trade out partners. UCO will then head down to uh, Springdale for two games against Arkansas and OU heads up. Uh, to Springfield to take on Missouri State. I was trying to think if they go through Joplin or Branson. Which, which way would you go? I'd go through Branson. More scenic. Well, I'd, well, I would try to avoid Branson and, and avoid all the blue hairs. <laughs> <laughs> all the what? I mean, maybe scenic, but maybe scenic, but you know, I would avoid all the. I would avoid the people if I could. <laughs> there you go, man of the people, Andrew Major Kurth, right there. I'd man avoid of the everybody. people right there. <laughs> Jeez. I'd avoid everybody. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, OU then would go through Joplin to get to Springfield is what you're saying. Um, yep. And UCO is at Arkansas. So give us some predictions there for UCO at Arkansas Friday and Saturday. All right. UCO, Arkansas. I'm taking UCO on Friday night, and I am taking UCO on Saturday night. There you go. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, number one versus, or I guess they're number 10 in, in Arkansas is probably in the thirties. I think right now, number 30. Yeah. One of the, yeah. All right. So you're taking yeah, uh, so that would be a clean sweep is what you're saying for UCO on the weekend. Yep. Yep. Three, and oh, three and oh for UCO. Cam the Ram then, agrees with you, says that UCO will take both games in uh, Springdale. So flip up Cam to the, the Jordan smart. Valley ice park. I am going OU for both. Man, look at you with your pom poms. Friday and Saturday. You, you're the, what uh, a homer. Oh, I told you, I've got some, I've got some cold hard facts here to back me up are, are, here in a little bit. Are, are you, are you in the laundry room at the Oklahoma locker room? Is that what this is? Does Coach Berge have a gun I, in your head right now? Is is that why you I'm have actually, to? I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm sitting in his chair right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Wow. <laughs> so you're saying not only will Oklahoma win at Arkansas, Oklahoma will sweep. At Missouri State. All right, so here, so here's some of my cold hard facts for you. Cold, lay it on Missouri us. Missouri State, since the break, Missouri State is three and six. Ooh. Two of those three wins are a 
We're against a winless Missouri team. Missouri is 0 for 17 on the year. Oh my gosh. And over the over the past three seasons, Missouri is 11 and 62 since the 2016 season. Well, now you're just bagging on a poor Division II team. Come on, Andrew. Talk well, to Well, you know, I'm not back. Not bagging on them here. I'm just saying. So, you know, you, so you're saying Missouri State is one in six against Division One teams since yep. the break. Since the break. So, not not picking on those guys, but they haven't done anything uh, really to impress me this semester so far. So I, tough to tough to pick them, right? Hmm. Wow, that's kind of rough there, Andrew. Well, there you go. That's there rough. you go. Hey, just calling it like I see it. Any more cold hard facts there? Uh, no. Yeah, Arkansas is two and three on the semester so far, so they're 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 hanging in there. You know what? They've got to uh, think about it. Those are two wins over CSU, a loss to Colorado, and two to uh, Alabama. That's right. In Missouri State, what has a win over over Colorado State? Two losses to Colorado, two to uh, Iowa State, and at least one to um, Lindenwood. So there, there's five. I'm trying to think of who their sixth one might be, but. The uh, so yeah, nothing you know, those guys were on fire first semester, Missouri State was, but hasn't second semester hasn't gone probably quite as planned as like uh, Coach Law has in mind up there. So you know, they've got to get it back on track. So hey, this could be the weekend they get it back on track and and they could they could sweep everybody. Who knows, right? Yep, yep. Well, you're but you're predicting you're predicting that won't happen. You're saying Oklahoma will sweep Missouri State. Yep. All right. I'm saying the Oklahomas go in and sweep the Ozarks. Oh, my goodness. You, what a homer you are. I'll tell you that Cam um, Laram says Oklahoma gets uh, the Friday night game, but uh, Cam has predicted Missouri State pulls it out on Saturday. So uh, there's our first there difference so in, in picks. Two and one. Yeah. There you go. All right. And then let's shift down to uh, where I'll be for the weekend. Uh, the Colorados will be at the Arizonas on Thursday night. You know, what, what would you do if you're Colorado State? You're, would you go back to Fort Collins? You were just in Las Vegas. Would you go back to Fort Collins? Or would you just drive down from Vegas and spend the, spend the time in Arizona until the next games? Oh, man, I don't know. That's a tough one because, you know, Arizona, nice and warm, sunny, trying to keep track of the of 25 guys for a week in Arizona. That'd be tough. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I just want to tough. And, they, and of, they got to go to school, right? And they got to go to school and there's, and there's lots of six foot blondes walking around. So <laughs> lots of, lots of trouble to be had. <laughs> Listen to you. Yeah. All right. So uh, Arizona will be hosting Colorado state on Thursday night at the Tucson convention center and up at super duper cold Oceanside ice arena. It will be Colorado at Arizona state. Andrew, give us some predictions. I'm going Arizona over Colorado State on Thursday. Woo. Okay. Well, and that makes then sense. I am, yeah, that makes sense. Number six and then over I am 23. Predicting, yep. 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 And then I am, I am predicting our Colorado boys to stay hot and uh, take it to Arizona State. Really? All right. So I am. Arizona and Colorado on Thursday night. And I can tell you that Cam the Ram absolutely agrees with you. She has predicted Arizona over CSU. Probably shouldn't do that. She's probably going to get her horns taken off because of that. But uh, 
That's all right. That's, That's all right. right. Sometimes you just got to call it like you see it, right? Yeah. Cam, Cam the Rams realist. And then uh, see you uh, over Arizona State. And then everybody flips. Um, see you travels down to Tucson for two games. Those will be gigantic powerhouse games. And then CSU is up at uh, Arizona State for two games. So sock it to us, Andrew. Give us the CU at Arizona and the CSU at ASU games. All right. So CU has been hot this semester. I am predicting them to take it over to Arizona. So, and then moving up the highway there, I am predicting Colorado State to take it to Arizona State. Really? Are you're saying, you're, are, is that Friday night or both nights? Uh, Friday night. Okay. So Friday night, you've got yep. Colorado Friday. and CSU on Friday night. Yep. And I will tell you that Cam Ram has it the exact opposite. Arizona and Arizona State. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're 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 really deviating here yeah, now. You know. So what do you got for Saturday then? I've got to go for a clean sweep. Saturday. Or you're Saturday. No, Saturday I'm going to Arizona over Colorado. And then I'm going to Arizona State over Colorado State. Man, look at you. So we're, you're, you're, you're doing splits is what you're doing. I'm doing splits. Huh. Huh. Well. I'll, I'm doing splits. I'll tell you Kim the Ram has it the exact opposite as you because she had Colorado on Saturday and Colorado State on Saturday. Well, so basically you have almost the exact same predictions. You just have different days. Yeah, just different days. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So I think that Colorado, Arizona, that's going to be some Goliath games there. Those, I think sure. those will be gigantic, and yeah, um, you know the 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 it's good for me. It's bad for uh, uh, for for Arizona. Um, they share the building with the Tucson Roadrunners of the American Hockey League, and the Roadrunners are playing Friday Saturday night, which means that Arizona has to play both of those games in the afternoon at one in the afternoon. Yeah. So uh, while I'll be able to attend the Thursday night game in Tucson, I'll also be able to attend the Friday, Saturday afternoon games in Tucson and then beat it on up the uh, interstate to the, uh, uh, to the Arizona state games in the evening against Colorado state. So I'll be able to get make five it, of the next game for that one. Yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a sucker for punishment right there. That is, that is, Ooh. but yeah, I think those will be, I think those will be huge games there with Colorado and Arizona. And, you know, I don't think Arizona could, could pull two out against Colorado and vice versa. I don't think Colorado could pull two against Arizona. Well, Tough games like that, I think it'd be hard to win two in a row like that. You know what I mean? Well, if things if things hold uh, the way that you're predicting, what you're saying is UCO would end up with a one-game advantage over uh, uh, Arizona in terms of the chase for the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League championship. And that uh, Missouri State would, um, I, I mean, that Oklahoma would make a move uh, and be very, very close um, as well for the, uh, I don't know if they would catch Arizona or, or, or they'd still probably still be in third. But uh, interesting, interesting. Well, hey, I, I look forward to seeing how it all plays out. I also look forward to avoiding all the cold weather that's supposed to be coming here to the Midwest and uh, getting down into some nice 16, 70 degree weather. Yeah, let's see here. I'll shoot you a well, picture so of a scorpion. Still... Yeah, there you go. So if I do some quick calculations, I think it would still stay the same with UCO ending up with 48 points, Arizona at 45, and OU with 41 points. There you go. Okay. If I did some, if I did some quick math, up just real fast, quick math. scribbling here, that that would be somewhere pretty close. Quick maths. Yeah. Quick math. Yeah. How about yeah, that? That's a, that's a meme. My, 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 my little daughter, she'll, she'd love that quick maths. 
<laughs> dumb, dumb memes that they've had out there for a while. So, all right. Well, hey, um, we also have rankings uh, that came out. This uh, We have six of the uh, eight uh, WCHL teams are in the top 25. Uh, this week, Arizona is number six. UCO is 10. Missouri State, 13. Oklahoma, 15. Colorado, 18. CSU is 23. And then just outside the top 25, we have Arizona State at 26. And Arkansas at 30. We expect to have some new rankings come out this Wednesday. And our good friend, um, the geography major, um, he's the wizard, um, all hat, no cape, we call him. Um, he's uh, predicting that the when these rankings come out, that Arizona, uh, after demolishing Utah, will be number six. That, U, uh, that UCO, after splitting with Lindenwood, will be number seven. Missouri State will mm. stay at number 13. Oklahoma would stay at 15. Colorado even though they didn't play, we'll move up two spots from 18 to 16. CSU, as a result of their big win out in Vegas, they'll uh, pump up a spot or two to 21. Arizona State will go to 24. They'll move up two spots, even though they didn't play. And then Arkansas will uh, drop a spot. They'll drop down to 31. So we're looking for the rankings that Arizona will be six, UCO seven, Missouri State 13, Oklahoma 15, Colorado 16, CSU 21, ASU 24, and Arkansas 31. What that means, Andrew, is five teams are in the national. Seven of the eight. Yep. Got to be. And seven of the eight are in the top 25. Got to be 17 or better. And um, we have five teams at 17 or better right now. So the wild thing is, looking at the rankings, um, Arizona and UCO and a couple of others are really bunched in tight. And um, if Arizona were to uh, take all three games this weekend, they can separate themselves from. They're in a they're in a a little cluster of teams with UCO Delaware. Um, um, I'm sorry, UCO Davenport Liberty, and Nevada Las Vegas. And Nevada Las Vegas, obviously, the CSU loss really knocks them down to ten. But um, they they can separate themselves for that cluster. There's also a little cluster around the 16, 15, 16, 17, 18 with uh, Oklahoma, Colorado, Jamestown, and Robert Morris, Illinois. And uh, Colorado is 16, but they're tied with Robert Morris, Illinois, and Jamestown. They have the tiebreaker on those guys, and that's why they're 16 and the other two are out. But, you know, a, a quick slip up, and next thing you know, you could be 18 in a blink. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're... If you're Missouri State, OU, and in Colorado, you got to keep your foot on the gas and and keep moving forward. There you right? go. You got to keep winning. Keep winning. Yep. Winning cures everything. In uh, the schedule is and in everybody's favor. It is. It is. So it's coming, getting down to the nitty gritty. Yep. But yeah, if you're those three, and and really, I think going into nationals, playing to earn your spot, I think you you go in with your foot on the gas and you're you're prepared and ready, right? Whereas, you know, maybe some of those top top teams then you know maybe six through 10 11 something like that they they've had it pretty cush haven't really worried about that nationals bid so they're kind of kind of takes maybe not as serious right so i would i would rather be in the colorado the ou and the missouri states position where you know if you're that that coach you got to keep your foot on the gas and and keep preaching that to the boys and and go and keep moving forward well, and and blast in the nationals. I'm just grateful right now. If nationals were to um, uh, play, if nationals were to start off right now, we would have um, none of the teams would face one another. Uh, none of the WCHL teams would face each other in the first round of the uh, national championship tournament. 
which I think is awesome because last year we had 16 play 17 Arizona and, Mer- and Missouri State. And that was, well, I was grateful to have two teams, uh, four teams um, at Nationals. It really stunk that two teams played each other right out of the jump. So, yeah, and it's fun. And it's fun too if you're go play other teams, right? That you wouldn't normally see. Heck yeah. Part is being part of Nationals, right? You bet. That's the that's the other fun part of it too, seeing those matchups that you don't see on a on a on an every weekend basis, right? That's right. And then the hey, the fun the fun part for me is walking around like the cock of the walk uh, after the WCHL teams, you know, get out there and kick a little tail. I'm like, whoop! That's sorry, right. Sorry, you get to go that's home. Right. Yep. Sucks to be you. So yeah. All right, Andrew. Hey, let's listen to uh, a quick intermission break and uh, just very very quick, and we'll come back and let's talk about whatever else might be on your mind. Okay, doke. Oh, yeah, it'll boy. be really quick. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Andrew, we're back. That was a really quick uh, break, and this could be a really quick segment here, since that's what else is it on could. Andrew's mind. So, uh, well, t- yeah. t- we'll see everybody. <laughs> Catch you next week. No, <laughs> we've tapped out. We got to gramps. We got to refuel for another week. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, uh, did you watch any of the NHL All Star game here that just happened? The uh so I didn't watch any of the All Star game, but I, I caught a little bit of the uh skills competition the the night before. Yeah. What do you think? So a lot of a lot of fun stuff there. You know, I thought it was absolutely awesome that they had the uh the team USA girl in the uh fastest skater competition. She could wheel, huh? That's kind of the Oh, she could fly. I know that's kind of the hot point everybody's been talking about since it happened. But how about that? She was she was a second off of the fastest skater in the NHL, and and that girl was a second slower. That's pretty good. That's that's, that's beyond pretty good. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's that's yeah, good for good for her, and and you know I think it's good for the game too, right? The because there's always that talk of growing the girls side of the sport, and and just me, I think hockey's kind of luckier than some of the other basketball and and some of the others that. The girls probably getting a little bit more recognition, I would think, um, with the you know the girls playing in the international Olympics and things like that. They're they're out there a little bit more, but good for her for shedding some more light on the girls' side of it and uh, doing some doing some good PR for them, right? I think she did great. I think she did great. Um, and yeah, if there's growth to be had in hockey, um, it's going to come uh, in one of two places. Um, well, geographically, it's going to come from down here in the south. In uh, uh, demographically, it's going to come on the women's side because uh, there's yep. uh, it's just booming and there's, there's plenty of opportunities. If you're a uh, 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 a women skater, uh, there's a there's a team out there for you, and especially here in the ACHA. Yep. I know that ACHA women's one and women's two um, are are both growing, and um, so yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. You know, it gives. Come on, yeah, we're we're not going to see it now, but we'll see it twenty years from now. When there's going to be some little girl yeah, it'll, yeah. that will have watched that uh, uh, that lady just wheel around, yeah, and uh, she's going to say, "I could do that too." That's pretty awesome. Exactly, you're exactly right. Well, and there's a so there's a little here in Oklahoma City, since that's where you and I are at. There's a there's a girl that plays, um, and you may know her, Macy Hoskins. Uh, she plays for Plattsburgh State up in upstate New York, up uh, what is it, Cham Champlain, New York, something like yep. that. And they have won the NCAA D3 women's title, like two out of the 
four years that she's been there. She's like a two or three time national champion in in girls hockey. Right here from right here from Oklahoma City. How about it's that? Impressive. And you just look at the West, that's impressive. Yeah, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. There's a there's a, a counterpart. It's not affiliated with us, but there's the Women's Western Collegiate Hockey League, and they have um, Colorado has a team. Colorado State has a team. Arizona State has a team, and they 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 kill it. Um, you know, Arizona so, State's yeah. uh, Arizona State does very well out there. And uh, I know Colorado is a power, and right now is ranked. Um, I think you know Colorado, the women's uh, division one. I think they bring their top eight teams to nationals, and Colorado's deep in that mix. I think they're like fourth or fifth right now. In CSU, they just had a nice uh, article. It's I saw it up on the ACHA website. It was um, titled, um, uh, "Oh, it was like all of the guts, none of the glory," and it talked about women's hockey. Um, how these, uh, you know, these players play for the love of the game and they don't get any yeah. of the recognition. And I thought it was pretty, uh, just a great, 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 um, article. If you're, if you're bored and you're, uh, uh, or, or interested, uh, you know, check it out. It's on the ACHA website. There's a nice picture of a, a CSU hockey player right there. And, um, again, I believe it's called all of the guts, none of the glory. And it's, uh, yeah, there's yeah. Pretty good. So we have we have another uh, we have another local girl here in Oklahoma City that plays for the Arizona State team, um, Danielle Dupont. Really? Uh, some guys, some people may know uh, George Dupont from back in the day playing pro hockey. His daughter, yeah, is out there at Arizona State playing on the girls' team. The uh, I saw her over Christmas break. She came in and I I did some skate work for her and all that. And she, you know, she comes in decked out in all the Arizona State gloves and the helmet and the. Practice jersey and the pants and the whole nine yards. Wow, look so, at that! She is an Arizona State Sun Devil. So yeah, pretty pretty cool. ASU's got a lot of uh, they got a lot of good stuff going for them. I did not realize that uh, Miss Dupont was out there. She is. Yep, yep. Danielle is out there playing for the girls. Holy team. smokes! She's their second leading scorer. Four goals, ten assists, fourteen yeah. points in eighteen games. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. About that. Yep. Wonder if she's. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, um, hey, I'm getting ready to go out to uh, Arizona myself. Maybe I'll run into Danielle, or hopefully I won't run into George. Holy smokes. Number 25. <laughs> He'll talk your leg yeah, off. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he might just want to beat the crap out of me. I, I remember what you, well, I I remember what you said to me back when I was playing for the Blazers. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm looking forward to most when I go out to Arizona? And I'm going to send you a picture uh, of it. If you say Portillo's, I'm, I'm yeah, done. It's Portillo's. <laughs> it's, it's Portillo's. Uh, it's a mile down the road from that's Oceanside right. Ice I Arena, may... right there on McClintock. I cannot wait. Well, that's all right. I may or may not have, after last week's conversation, called and ordered the box from Portillo's and have Italian beefs headed to my house as we speak. Hmm. So Interesting. I don't have to waste a trip to Arizona. I can just <laughs> have it delivered to my front porch. I'm not going to waste a trip. You know... I, I thought about this, and I was telling—I was telling this to a friend of mine because I was telling him he'll be out in Arizona as well. Um, and, and I said to uh, to this guy, I said, "You know what? There's a Portillo's out there." And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to bring me something." And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just gonna hop in the car and and bust it down there to to a Portillo's and then come right back to the rink." And he—we were talking. We were, we were both uh, talking about how they're great Chicago dogs are. I don't know what they're—the Portillo yep. dogs or whatever. And, and, you, and then he mentioned the Italian beef, and I said, "Look, you know what? As as much as I love having Portillos, um, having a brick in my stomach for the next week and a half uh, was not <laughs> what I was. You know, you can eat about 
three of those hot dogs and not feel too guilty because um, they're just hot dogs, <laughs> right? But boy, yeah. you eat one of those Italian beefs and homemade, you're not going to have to eat for the next week and a half. Oh, those Italian beefs are to die for. Oh, well, they are, but like once a year, maybe. Holy smokes. Oh, I don't know if I have the intestinal for. fortitude to have them more than, <laughs> more than that. Well, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I remember I remember a trip to uh, Frisco, Texas, and we ate a barbecue buffet. And then that night, we uh, killed In-N-Out Burger animal style on the way home. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Do you know what else they have out in Arizona? They have In-N-Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, see. Yeah, I'll send you that picture too. Now, you, have you okay. ever? Let me ask you this: Have you ever eaten at a place called Culver's? I'm not eating at Culver's. I've heard that, uh, that. I have some good friends out of Arizona. There's a there's a lady. Um, she makes the trip out here all the time to to Oklahoma. She, in fact, she travels with uh, uh, following the Arizona team around. She and her parents. Her name is Joanna. And she's loud and she's vulgar and she's obscene. And I, and I like that about her and cause she's a lot of yes. fun, but she was telling me that Culver, I was telling her, man, I'm going to stop at this place called Casa Grande. And it's right between Tucson and Tempe or Tucson and Phoenix. I'll just pull over, get an in and out burger and, you know, head whichever way I'm going, whether it's North or South. And she was like, dude, screw in and out burger. There's a place there called Culver's. It's the best. And I don't know. I might have to start stopping in there so there you go we'll check see. it out we'll check see. it out so i think i've heard of it but i've never been there yeah i've never had one i've heard of culver academy which is the military school that produces some good hockey players but um yep yep i haven't been to the culver's I, I, restaurant just yet but who knows maybe I, I vaguely remember on. somebody talking about it, but never been there yeah yeah all right anything else uh, on your mind there big man that you want to talk about oh you know i've been watching some uh some letter Kenny lately. I don't know what you think about that show. <laughs> really? Um, oh, really? Hey, we should have started that off with, Hey, Andrew, how you, uh, what, what is it? <laughs> Andrew, how are you? How are you doing now? I'm good. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, good. And you? <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah. So I could, this just cause I don't pay attention to anything, but I didn't realize that Wayne is the one that writes and produces that whole show. He he is the brains behind the operation. You know, Wayne is also a pretty decent little hockey player. Is he? I figured so. Since the since he had the hockey player role in there, he played. Um, um, uh, his name is Jared Kiso, and he played. I believe, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe he played for the uh, Calgary Hitmen. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, he he's a, gets got some skills. In fact, you know who who's the guy on that show that you never see his face, but he's always bagging on people. Uh, Begging on Jonesy. Oh, and is it? Oh, what? yeah, Jonesy and Riley, and uh, so they're always saying so screw Jerry you. Keys- What's his name? Yeah, you never see his face. Um, oh yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I know what you're talking about, but he is. Uh, but Wayne is also that character. Yes, yes, and 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 when, there was a there was an episode there where he's skating. He's the referee in a game, um, and he's skating back and forth. You know, giving it to the bench, giving it to guys on the ice. <laughs> and that's actually yeah. him, Jared Kiso, uh, Wayne, who's actually out there skating, doing all that fancy footwork. So pretty good. That? So, yeah. so, so great, you like Letter Kenny? I did, I did. The uh, Letter Kenny's a solid, is a solid show. That's for sure. And I took your, I took your dumb little Letter Kenny uh, quiz. <laughs> yeah. The other day on on Twitter, and and I don't agree with the results because oh. I got the. Uh, it came up that I was the hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> you were Riley and Jonesy. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I disagree. I fully disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I result, took it, but I took it and I came out as Wayne. Um, I was just grateful I did not come out as either Derry or Squirrely Dan. Um, yeah, Squirrely Dan, those, yeah, him and Daryl, those are those are two solid characters right there. <laughs> you know, Andrew, if I was if I was administering the test to you, I think you would have come out as a skid. You would have, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. You, you, you kind of have that vibe to you, you know, walking around, uh, being, being quite the showman, being kind of, uh, a little freaky. So, yeah, but I can, I can tell you this my favorite character in the whole, uh, in the whole series is Gail the bartender. <laughs> I absolutely, I absolutely love her character. Well, what is hysterical. that? Oh, she's just perverted and sick and just. It's just funny. <laughs> all right, all right. Here I'm we excited. go. We'll have to do this for, for next week. We'll we'll come up with your with your top five letter candy lines for next week. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. I can I can do that you, for you. you. See, you're supposed to say can confirm. So, uh, uh, are yeah, you sure I you're can, watching the show? Come on. I can I can do that for you. See, I think I'm actually An taking Andrew. I think you're watching the show allegedly. No, no, I am. I am taking notes right here, Take so notes. I don't so I don't miss out on this. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Gail, she is hysterical. That is for sure. No, uh, hey, but my uh, one of my favorites. Obviously, you, you gotta you gotta love all the you gotta love all the uh, all the smack talk and everything. But um, yes. one of my favorites is the coach, <laughs> the hockey coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? You know what he? You know what he kind of reminds me of? Uh, coach Berge. <laughs> Well, no, I was thinking more Ballard. <laughs> oh, oh, he'll listen to this and he'll hate you. Oh, he'll beat me up just, right. just to just so that he'll feel like he's beating you up. Oh no! Oh, well, I, man, I just, love, I just love it that after everything he says, he, it's this is effing embarrassing. And then he kicks the, the trash can. <laughs> he can be he can be at church. You'll say this is effing embarrassing and kick the, no, kick the bucket. All right, for for uh, those for those of you out there that don't know anything, Letterkenny is a uh, it's a it's a funny show. It's about six episodes long. It's on uh, it's available here in America on Hulu, uh, but if you yep. if you don't, it's available up in Canada on Crave. Yeah, on Crave, yeah. But if you don't want to pay for Hulu and you don't want to uh, pay for Crave up in Canada, you can find it online at DailyMotion.com. There are uh, episodes. I think they're what five six seasons now. I think they, yeah, I think they just released episode or, uh, season six. Yep. Um, and like you said, I think there's six or seven episodes per season, so there's not a whole lot of them, so you can get through them pretty quick. The best, the 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 greatest opening, the greatest opening is episode one, season one, when Wayne and the they call them the Hicks. They're all sitting around the uh, <laughs> they're all sitting around the produce stand. They meet the hockey boys yeah. for the first time, and just. <laughs> Make sure you put the closed captioning on or listen to it a couple of times because. Yes, because they rip it off so fast. <laughs> and it is just great. And if you have any knowledge of uh, of uh, being around being around the hockey rink, oh boy. I mean, there's so much that you know, is just right on point. It's, it's spot on, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is spot on. Hold my spitter. The, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, wow. All right, so next week, yeah. next week, there's your homework for you. There, top five letter Kenny, top five lines, top five lines from letter Kenny, go. and they can't there all be Gale lines, okay? 
Oh, well, I don't think we could put gale lines on this, could we? <laughs> well, we we could. I'd have to I'd have to beep them out, and and no McMurray lines yeah, either, because I don't think anybody would understand them. Yeah, I don't like McMurray anyway. <laughs> oh, hey, there's a McMurray out there I like, but it's not it's not Father McMurray. That's for darn sure. It's Bonnie McMurray. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I usually watch it when I'm doing something else, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pay attention to what I'm watching, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll get some top fives for you. There you go. All right, letter. I can I can tell you one of my favorite episodes <laughs> is when Wayne is trying to uh, oh uh, stud out his German Shepherd dog, and and here comes Gail, and she's got like eight people that are the perfect match for Wayne's dog. <laughs> it's uh i want to say it's late in season two i believe i'm sensing a theme here it's, you, you've got the hots for gail oh yeah gail she's my lady <laughs> oh my gosh yeah oh yeah how about that yeah yeah well interesting well we'll have to check it out um and, and if you haven't watched it i'm sure that uh at least give it give give an episode or two a whirl and uh, see if you agree with us or if you don't agree with us. It's pretty good. We yeah, gotta, you gotta, we gotta yeah, have, you gotta we gotta see if we can't get the first season. We gotta see if we can't get Jared Kiso on here. He can talk a little hockey. He's probably got a little more better things to do than talk to you and I. <laughs> Whatever. We're world famous. We got sixteen listeners. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, Andrew. We're we coming should, up. Yeah. We're coming up here on the end of the season. Probably also want to give some thought as to some, uh, you know, postseason awards. We're, we're we're not there yet, but um, put that in the in the back of your little walnut and um, uh, give it some thought because we're coming up here on that pretty close. You know, coach of the year and um, uh, MVP and rookie of the year and uh, first team that that kind of stuff. First team alls WCHL. So we'll be sending out the ballots probably, ooh, I don't know, two, three weeks. There you go. Yep. Before we know yep. it, we're all so, going to be down in Frisco, Texas for the national tournament. Hopefully we'll have five WCHL teams down there. And um, that should be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm getting excited about that. And We've got to get our boys, Colorado State. they got to get their foot on the gas here. They're not far out. Yeah, they're not far out. I'm... Uh, you know what? Here, here's the wild thing that I'm that I'm wondering, and I don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. There are two teams, and maybe we've mentioned this before. And if we have, if, if I have, Andrew, tell me, stop me, and, for, and I'll and I'll ask forgiveness. But there are two conferences out there, two of the three conferences that do not have teams in the top twenty right now. So, in other words, their auto bids are going to eat up a spot, eighteen, nineteen, or twenty. Yeah. But their playoff champions will get the auto bid, not the regular season champion. How, what what do you think is the possibility that the playoff champion will win the auto bid and then decline to come to Texas because they can't make it? They don't can't have the funds. Too far. It's, yeah, because it's you know I think one of the teams that we had talked about was being maybe uh, Drexel. You know that's a that's a long trip for a for a team that what's Drexel? They're not a, what are they in the top thirty five? I don't even think they are. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, if you're one of those teams like that, sitting there in that situation, where you know you're you're way outgunned, knowing it going in, do you spend the money to to make that long haul to Frisco, knowing that you're probably gonna just play one game and then turn right back around and come home? You know? Yeah, I don't know. It's just something I I, I thought of. You know, it's uh, I wonder wonder how that's gonna play out because there's no guarantee that the top ranked team is going to. Uh, win that auto bid. So, uh, and you know, yep. and that would not be a very good look for 
for the ACHA men's division one to have a team decline to come to uh, nationals. But, you know, on the flip side, that just also means that um, a more deserving team, or I shouldn't say a more deserving yep. team. Um, let's say a higher ranked well, team, um, higher ranked team. Yeah, yep. will 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 take that spot. So, or won't get bumped. So anyways, just something yeah. out there, you know, well, I'm just saying in case, yep. um, you know, the, Indiana University of Pennsylvania, the IUPs of the world. There's somebody in the 40 and 50 range, you know, gets on a hot streak yeah, and then, wins. And then the next thing you know, you know, they're going, oh, crap. Then, yeah, then you got to book a trip to Frisco, Texas. Yeah, yeah now we got to spend your way out. Gun. Yeah, now we got to spend $20,000 to get down to Frisco. Yeah, yeah. And and if you're one of those uh, Colorado states that you're right there on the on the cusp of getting in, Put your foot on the gas pedal and and go to work and uh, and get in the thing, right? There you you're, go. Well, hey, the, the, the opportunity you're, you're right there. The opportunity is right there in front of them because they've got uh, Arizona and Arizona State ahead of them. I know that those Colorado teams, I believe, they have uh, some North Dakota teams still to play and uh, Nevada, Las Vegas still to play. So, opportunity is there. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. Put your put your nose to the grindstone and 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 get into the thing, right? It'd be nice to see it happen. It would be very nice to see that. That would be. I'm, that would be. But you know what? Hey, if we get five teams, five teams from uh, out of the 20, having 25% of the Nationals field, that's not a bad gig. I'll take it. Well, that's, not, that's not a bad deal. Well, that's be, not a bad deal at all, right? Yeah, their commissioner might know what he's doing every now and then. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Andrew, let's, uh, <laughs> let's thank everybody for listening. Let's get the heck out of here. Appreciate everyone taking the time to, uh, to listen to this podcast, to listen to us uh, babble on. Uh, Gramps, thanks so much for uh, putting up with us here for a little, about 60 minutes. And then um, we look forward to talking to everybody again this time next week. Um, follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You can follow the WCHL at westernchl.com or uh, on westernchl on Twitter. The uh, pod itself is at WCHLpod. That's on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, you ought to be able to track us down. Shoot us a question. If you've got a letter, Kenny, quote, shoot it to us. And then uh, yes. we can we can tell you whether you're whether whether you're on or off. We can confirm or not. I like it. I like it. I like it too. Andrew, get us the heck out of here. Say the magic words. Let's go home. All right, everybody, have a good week. Everybody have a safe week. We'll catch you on the flip side. 